Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, first off, Happy New Year. That's right. 2017 is coming to a close. It is. This uh, show releases a couple days before the New Year. So hopefully we can both start 2018 with a bang. Yeah, I think 2018 has big things to hold. But... What did 2017 have for us? Exactly. That is what we are talking about in today's episode. It's kind of our year in review Disney edition, kind of what all happened. I know last year we talked about it a lot, and it's always fun to look back on what has happened compared to what Disney promised would happen. Mm-hmm. So I really look forward to every year seeing, uh, you know, did they do what they said they would or and whatnot? You know, what movies ended up being a big hit, what weren't, what attractions were released, what restaurants opened. We're going to talk about them all in tonight's episode. Yeah, and, and Disney, or this year, 2017, was also the first full year we were on on the air so to speak. So it was a big year for us too, Derek. And we both made lots of great trips and made lots of great Disney memories throughout 2017 as well. We have. I made a handful of trips to the park, but one of the highlights from 2017 was, of course, our first rope drop trip with you. It was. It was great. Hopefully we can do it again in 2018. Hard Hard to pin down a weekend when we have kids and lives and stuff like that. Jobs. Yeah. Blousy life getting in the way of our going to Disney. Well, the whole reason why we went to Disney this last year, and it was the, it's, this is the number one thing to start off the show was the big Mm -hmm. release in the Disney parks. And that is of course, Pandora, the world of avatar in the animal kingdom has some controversy with it. You know, should it belong there? Shouldn't it not? Um, but we got to go pretty quick third weekend and got to experience yeah. both attractions and the restaurant. We've talked about it on our live podcast, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. little while back. But, Doug, quick review. Uh, what do you think compared to what Disney promised to what we got? I think we got exactly what they promised. I mean, they, uh, they've they gotten smart at kind of under-promising some things, but I feel like they, they delivered. The whole land is in immersive the restaurant is spectacular a little bit different food you can't find that anywhere else on property i like that the rides well flight of passage amazing would you agree there oh it's one of the best rides i've ever been on navi river journey yeah okay You, you know batten 500 is still really good i do have a fast pass for when i take my kids in a few months so we'll see how they like it uh, the river journey? Yes. Yeah. I think Samantha summed it up as it seemed like it was just getting going when it ended. So we'll see how uh, Olivia and Declan think it is. Well, my review for that whole area, it's amazing, but 
I feel like uh, the big swing and a miss was with Disney not having James Cameron release Avatar 2. I think they're hoping yeah, there be a I second one by this time. So I feel like this attraction is a lot like uh, Splash Mountain, where you don't even realize it's based on a movie, and maybe in 10 years that will happen. Mm-hmm. But really, it is an amazing part of Disney. Does it fit? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. We'll, we'll squeeze. Everything's an IP anymore. But you know what? They finally delivered in 2017, and we got to experience it. We did, and they pushed the opening up a little bit, and that seemed to go off without too many hitches. They did a lot of AP pass holder mm-hmm. previews to work out some kinks, and I think it went well. I think Pandora opening around Memorial Weekend happened. It worked really well. Well, let's stay in the Animal Kingdom for the other big thing that Disney did this year. And that, of course, was the newest nighttime spectacular, I guess we should say, quote, unquote, because it really, really wasn't spectacular. And that's, of course, Rivers of Light in the Animal Kingdom on the exact opposite side of where Avatar is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was to make it a full day park to keep people there all day long. And, you know, a lot of people love it, Rivers of Light. They really do. Little kids. I I do they? I mean, under I the age know. of eight, so your kids, your kids miss. Yeah, wait, yeah, they all, all three of my kids were critics of it, and they, they all had things that, well, if they change this, this would be better, and they change this, this would be better. So we'll see if uh, Disney listens to any of my children's advice as they filled out comment cards one night for it. But uh, Rivers of Light, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's a river of light. It is. Hopefully it improves upon. This is kind of part one. Uh, I've heard rumors that they do have some tweaks coming to it over the next couple of years. They have a lot of great IPs that could definitely be incorporated. We've talked about this extensively in shows past, so we won't linger on it too much. But I know, Doug, mm-hmm. both in you and I agree, it was a little bit of a swing and a miss for Disney. Yeah. But definitely one that you got to check out at least once. But you know where they, they swung and they did not miss where's, in nighttime entertainment? Where's that? happily ever after that is true the other we'll move over to the magic kingdom we've talked about this quite a bit on the show but wow disney did so well i mean wishes was a great show a lot of fun fireworks you could see it a mile away and everyone was mad that they were taken away but no disney outdid themselves with happily ever after yeah i was in the very 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 minority saying like you know happily or wishes is getting kind of old let's do something new here and I've said the same thing about Illuminations for a long time, but I don't say it very loud. I just that's my uh, old man get off my lawn type of thing. But uh, I was excited when they announced they're getting rid of it and replacing it, updating it. So they really did everything right. A lot, they, a lot of good music, a lot of good animation on the castle. It does change how you have to watch it though. You got to be a little closer yep. so you can see that animation. Otherwise, it's just kind of blurry, colorful blobs. But I thought it was great and very well done. It was. It was phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait to go back and see it with my kids. It definitely is a must do. One that you got to get to a couple hours early. A lot mm-hmm. of great music, a lot of great scenes. And of course, you said it best sit closely or stand closely. Yeah. Get there and sit and stand close. So that okay. one in 2017, Disney outdid themselves. There's one other little nighttime entertainment thing is the Disney movie Magic mm-hmm. before the Star Wars fireworks or uh, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. You know, they didn't really promote this a whole bunch before it started. It's basically just like a 10 minute Disney movie live trailers, action trailer basically. 
but I but loved it. I, it. It was entertaining. When when you're standing in the uh, hub or just waiting around, it gives you something to do, something to look at. I love how DCA has a game on the Ferris wheel. You know, I wish they did mm, something more yeah. for uh, for Happily Ever After. Yeah, like they could project just kind of random characters yeah. doing this Goofy or that. Waving. I, something. It, something just to keep the kids watching it mm-hmm. for 15 minutes before while the crowd's getting really restless. But uh, that's exactly what movie magic is, and it worked. It's not the it's not the thing you go home and tell your friends like, hey, you gotta go check this out. It just kind of is what it is, and you get to hear, uh, you know, Yondu say, "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all." So that's good. That's the highlight. Yep, it is. All right, what else in the parks, Derek? Let's see here. I got one other thing. Okay, what's that? Mission Space Green. Green. I haven't done remade. it yet. I do it, have a fast pass for it in February. It it essentially became soaring over the earth, and it, they made it so I can ride it. My motion sickness self can now go on a mission space ride, which is concerning. But in turn, it made it so that my wife and kids don't ever want to go on it again. They're like, "Well, that was boring." So, yay for me. I'm hoping my kid uh, grows an inch so we can do it in February. I really think they could have dropped the height limit to 36. Maybe I mean, they it will. It is mild. Okay. Probably just doesn't fit in the chair. That's probably, probably the only reason they can't. So. All right. Well, is that everything that happened in the parks? That's everything think, on my notes for 2017. I think that's the parks. So there's one resort little bit of thing that opened. That is the Copper Creek Villas. at little DVC. Yeah. They're really, really nice. Really fancy on the lake, on Bay Lake over there by Wilderness Lodge. So a little bit of walk for some of them from the main thing, but they really make you feel like you're in a cabin out at the lake in the woods, which that's why everybody goes to Disney, right? Yep. that Get away from it all, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, I think, really the only resort that opened this year. Yeah, a lot of construction going on. Some more we'll have to talk about next year. Yeah, but that's the only one that opened this year. Let's see. Oh, one other thing in the park, Derek. This is a point of interest for our show. Stitch's Great Escape. It, it was com- closed. It comes, it goes. It, it sounded like again. it was gone forever. A, they make it a character meet and greet, then it comes back. Just because it was so busy. And now, evidently, they say it will be closed for forever. good after the New Year's. Yes, that's like that's like Bob Iger saying he's going to retire. Yeah, I don't trust them nope. until, like, I see, like, photographs from a helicopter of them carrying Stitch out. Then I believe it. I then can't wait. I and someone it. hopefully gets those pictures. I will retweet that for sure. Yeah, The other probably... thing in the parks we didn't mention was Donald Trump is now there. We talked about that uh, last week or the week before. Yeah, so, I owe a you lot a of people, pretzel. You do. Uh, a lot of people have been rope-dropping it. Uh, a lot of late-night hosts have been making fun of the face, but... Uh, you know what? It's open. It's uh, the Hall of Presidents. It's got a long time running. Got some good things with it. So I know you and I will definitely check it out on our next trip. Yeah. And they updated almost every animatronic that has hand movements. and that The hands look great. They all Lincoln, move a lot more fluid. Oh, my fluid. gosh. It was incredible. I've seen so, some YouTube videos. When Disney said it was closed for so long because they were upgrading other things, they weren't just making that up. No. They actually redid a lot of a lot of stuff so mm. and it was it was due because the last time i saw it it was like well these animatronics look like they belong at the tiki room 
but uh, they're not at the Tiki Room. So it's good to know. Question is, what did they do with all the old animatronics? Oh, I'm sure they'll show up on Splash Mountain somewhere so they can break down. Yep, exactly. That's what Splash Mountain's for. That is. um, All right, let's move on to, uh, do we want to talk about movies at all? Disney had a couple big movies released this year. Um, Yeah, so Disney movies. You want me to just run down the list real quick of them, and then we'll talk. We can talk about them each uh, as you go on. Okay, first one that came out in March was Beauty Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. We had a whole review. As of right now, the day we're recording this, it is the 10th highest grossing film ever. Ever. And now, they're going to remake every single cartoon. Of course, they've already announced Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Mulan. So Uh every every animated film will be remade live action just because Beauty and the Beast did so well. 10th highest ever. That's really crazy. I mean, it will drop to 11th here in a few weeks, I imagine. With Star Wars, but, of course. Yeah, Star Wars will pass it, even though Star Wars isn't performing as well as hoped. But it will pass it. Um, then next out was Born in China, the Disney nature film. Then you got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which did pretty I'm well. Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, I liked it. It was I enjoyed it. I it did was, too. I loved it. It's a very fun film. Not if, as good as the first. No, if you're like on the fence on Marvel and like you don't go to all of them, the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies are fun. Mm-hmm. Go watch those if you're not a Marvel person. Then we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I enjoyed it. I thought well, the end was great. A lot better than the fourth film. Yeah, it domestically didn't do that great. It grossed $172 million, which heard, is, for the budget, not so good. I've heard rumors that we're rebooting the whole franchise... Yeah, no it, more Johnny Depp, no more. Uh, yeah, Will so Turner's. the reason they might do that is because yeah, domestically it kind of it didn't bomb, but it didn't do good. It just it earned its money back, but worldwide it did seven hundred ninety four million. Mm. So it got close to that billion point. So the rest of the world really loves them some Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, then we had Cars three, which uh, domestically just got in one hundred fifty two million, which is. Not that great for a Pixar film, but uh, and worldwide it only did 380, which is not that great either. But it got glowing reviews. I enjoyed it so much more than the second film. I thought it was a great flick. Yeah, I thought so too. Then you got Spider-Man Homecoming, which is like 50% a Disney movie, Marvel. Uh, it's also part Sony. So it did well. It did what it was supposed to in the box office. I enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. One of the best Spider-Man movies I've seen in a long time. The sequel comes out in a year or two, a year and a half or so. And I kind of want them to like, that was Spider-Man Homecoming. So it's already slated to be a three movie series. I kind of want the next movie to be like Winter Formal or something of that nature. Or Valentine's Day Dance. And then the third one be Prom. Because they were with Homecoming. Something fun. Yeah. So they went with Homecoming, which when you see the movie, you can see, oh, they're actually yep. going to Homecoming in the movie. So oh, I think Spoilers, Doug. Silly. Come on. You just ruined the whole movie for someone. It came out in July, people. It's already on DVD. I can't be accused of spoilers now. Then uh, we wait all the way till November for Thor Ragnarok. I still haven't one. seen it. Oh, for the record, I had a baby, or my wife Babies. had a baby, Yeah. Uh, so we haven't had a lot of time to go see a movie, but I will see it. 
yeah, once it's on DVD, I'm sure you'll be watching it. It's yep. a great movie. It was a lot of fun. So this was one. The for previous the record, Thor's, I made fun of you last week for not seeing Logan. I finally watched it. Oh, good. So we'll talk, we'll did, talk about that off air. I did. I did watch Logan. It's very good. Um, so Thor, I would say, is more like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie as far as tempo and pace and humor and color and brightness, unlike the previous Thor movies. Like the first Thor movie was really serious. We got to do all this backstory and give him a love interest and have S.H.I.E.L.D. get involved. Second movie was just like explaining weird dark stones that made no sense to anybody. And this movie was like you can go and just enjoy it. So I like that. So And then Coco, that was a great movie. Beautiful. I, and the soundtrack's really well done. I really like hope, Really hope that the Mexico Pavilion takes that on. Yeah, I have no problem with that, even though, like, half the people whine about another IP in Epcot. Like, yeah. that is destroying Sorry. Epcot. I think it'd be just fine if they changed something, the, the attraction, um, to represent Coco. So, and then, of course, the last film of the year for the... Uh, just a little film. Disney Company is The Last Jedi, which we did a whole review on. So we both liked it. I want to see it again, but probably won't get there to do it a third time. I will say I enjoyed it much more the second time after all the, the big I've heard things. That. I've heard that from a lot of my friends. You can digest it a lot better the second time. I picked up a lot of little Easter eggs, a lot of things like that. So it was, it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, The Last Jedi not performing at all like The Force Awakens. Does that surprise you, Derek? Uh, no, it doesn't, but I did think it was going to have a bigger Thursday, Friday night release. So the number was like 20 million off. So I think people even went into it a little hesitant. Yeah, it was about 20 million short of The Last Jedi, making it the second largest release ever. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it was part of it is the, uh, everybody's waiting so long for The Last Jedi or for Force Awakens, right? It was going to fix everything we hated about the prequels all at once. And so, you know, and last Jedi just didn't have the same buzz around it. People also knew that ah, I can wait till Christmas to get in and see it. And it hasn't had the post Christmas time yet this week between Christmas and new year's is big for movies. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the fence, don't read all the negative reviews. Just, just go see it. Yep. So that kind of sums up, get Disney a little bit more money. Yeah. And then also Disney Studios released one movie in India, one movie in Russia, and their first ever release in China. So I can't pronounce the names of any of those movies, especially the Russia one. I don't even know how to read that. They're not letters. It's not normal letters. Well, there they go. They're uh, really <laughs> opening their brand, trying to take over the world. Yes, they are. Yes, they and are. And they also did a lot of great things on TV this year, too. They did. Um, let's see. Great things on great. TV. Derek. Okay, my thing, because okay. I'm a huge DuckTales fan. There you I go. I am watching yeah. the new DuckTales, so it's getting a lot of some negative views. I love it. I love watching it with my kids. We've seen every episode probably two or three times, uh, but I definitely do enjoy it. 
what can you possibly be negative about on DuckTales that it's not deep and meaningful enough? I mean, it's a fun cartoon to watch with your kids. I think people don't like how Huey, Dewey, and Louie are different voices. They look oh. different. There's more story to it. it yeah. I, I think people want nostalgia. I think you could have just re-released what we watched as a kid, and, and our generation would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, you got to think about the kids, and my kids love this new version. And just because it was that way doesn't mean you can't make it better. The three different voice actors doing Huey, Dewey, and Louie are all fantastic Mm -hmm. on their own. And so the casting was great. That was something that was really well done. I also really like the Tangled series. That's been enjoyable. Uh, When I've watched a little bit of that, my kids are watching it. My wife watches it every now and then. Um the Star Wars Rebels on Disney XD continues to be good. We got half a season to go here in the spring. Yep. And then it will be all done. There's been a lot of other stuff on Baymax returns. Yeah. So there's your Disney XD update, basically. Yeah, I guess, I guess we, uh, uh, we we have kids. Target audience is us. Um but they had a lot of good uh DCOMs. It was Disney Channel original movies. Descendants 2, really big one. I only know that because we've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop. Yeah. So and Disney Junior continues to have some new shows. They updated Mickey this year with uh, the Roadster Races, Racer Roadsters. I totally I've seen, I've seen every episode. Yeah. You could have saved me on the title there, Derek. Roadster Racers. Like, there you go. Thanks. Um, so it's been a while since they've done an update to Mickey on Disney Junior because they were showing Mickey Mouse Clubhouse shows that were the same age as my 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. So it was it was time to maybe give Mickey a little face facelift, which is good every now and then. Yeah, and you know what? As an adult, I kind of enjoy watching that show with my kids as well. Yeah, but it's not just the Disney channels. They also have a lot of series on Freeform. They, they do. I do not watch them because I am not a 17-year-old girl. But uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people other than that that watch them. But that's kind of their target audience with Freeform. And then uh, ABC continues to have some pretty long-running shows that we've enjoyed for a while. And then, uh, you know, they, they dabbled with the Inhumans. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still on somehow. But a lot of Dancing with the Stars, Derek. A lot of dancing with the stars. It makes some money. And I got to yep. promote those shows. So I watch watch a lot of trailers for those. Watch it a little bit. Not going to yeah. lie. It's my wife's, one of my wife's favorite shows, Dancing with the Stars. But yeah, ABC's still turning out some pretty good programming. Inhumans might have been a little bit of a miss. You also have the Netflix series. I loved, loved The Punisher this year. So that's mm-hmm. definitely in my top five from 2017. Great show to watch. Yeah. And then also the big news, we uh, bought Fox. Yeah. We talked just about that. a little acquisition. You know, a little bit, $58 billion acquisition or whatever. 52.8, that's what it is. Yeah. So, so Which means that 2018, 2019, there's going to be a lot of changes. And it will be really interesting to talk about this next year mm-hmm. and alluding to what has happened here late in 2017. Yeah. And, you know, the next D23 could be really entertaining to see what they announce, if mm-hmm. they're going to incorporate any of those Fox properties anywhere. And, you know, the one big part of that is they now own Pandora. They're not just simply renting it from Fox. So that's that's good for the bottom line for the company. It'll pay for itself eventually. Did we miss anything else 
at Walt Disney World. I want to. Did we talk about uh, Bon Voyage Breakfast? We with, did not. Uh, oh yeah, the that was yeah. a great character meal added. You guys got to check it out right away. Yep, and they extended the hours of it recently. They realized, hey, we're making money here at a restaurant that used to sit half empty. So, and that's with both Prince and Princess from Tangled and Little Mermaid. So it's kind of a unique character meal because you get two couples that come around. They don't come around together. They just, you know, one little at a little trouble time. in paradise, maybe. I guess, but they're all fairly entertaining character meets. That's for sure. All right. Well, that's about all I have for 2017. I'm sure we're missing something, and one of our listeners is going oh, yeah. to uh, Let us call know. us out on it. Let us know. And if you're looking um, for something that you could get your favorite podcast for the holiday season, a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're listening would we, be fabulous. We just hit 50 reviews this week, so thank you nice. for all of those. Uh, mm-hmm. 48 five-stars, one four-star, and one two-star. Yeah, so, grandma yeah. isn't that too star? Can't click on the right. Yeah, it's yeah. Hopefully they go listen to this. We're like, oh, that was my bad, and change it to five star. But seriously, in the end, uh, our favorite thing about this year has been that we have spent a whole year together talking to you every week about Disney. We would not do this if it wasn't for our amazing listeners. That is correct. So thank you for listening, and uh, here's to another year, Derek. Another year with hopefully a rope drop trip, maybe to check out the Toy Story world. That's kind of the big thing coming in 2018. Yeah, Toy Story is like the only thing opening in 2018. And then it's 2019, man. Watch out. All kinds of stuff coming. Everything. Well, it is not our 2019 year review, but it will be fun to go back and listen to this in 2019 to see what all has happened. Because... uh, what I love about Disney is no matter what they announce, some things never do happen, and I think that could be a whole show in itself. Yeah, like Hyperion Springs or Hyperion Wharf or whatever it is. Disney Springs is just about all completed. Get new restaurants, it seems like, every month, right? Well, I remember when they released the artwork for that a couple years ago. It was going to be Hyperion something, and you know what? None of that happened. Nope. So take it all at face value, I guess. All right, well, that, salt. that's a preview for a future episode. But of course, thank you so much for listening. Oh, oh. One more thing. One more happened. thing. Minivans came. Minivans. Minivans. I have yet to take a minivan. They look adorable. I know you guys have taken them a couple times. We have. We have taken a couple times. So there we go. Minivans. The highlight. That's Disney. They're trying to uh, take out Uber and Lyft. They are just trying to slowly take over the world. Soon you'll be able to get a minivan in Nebraska. I, I doubt that happens. Yeah, I know. I, well, I, I don't, I don't. not in 2018. 2020, nope. 2021. You say Maybe. that now. We'll see. We'll take, see. I might owe you over. another pretzel. You, if that happens, you owe me two pretzels if Disney buys out Lyft and Uber and does that. So that whole nother conversation. But thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio all year. If you missed any, please go back in time and download and catch up. And of course, we love hearing from you. So be sure to send us your questions because we will, of course, be doing another listener question episode down the road. And you can find us via Facebook or Twitter. And of course, if you are trying to plan a Disney vacation, we highly recommend Michelle McKnight. I think she was at the parks nine out of the 12 months in 2017 something like that um we were talking about how she did not get to anything disney in june because we went derek 
and uh, that just about killed her. But we went on our Alaskan cruise right at the end of July, beginning of August, and September. There's the other month. June, September, December. 10 out of 12 months. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, she's failing. Just failing. There's there's a goal for 2018. Get there every month. Maybe 2019. 2019 goal. With Star Wars. 2018, yeah. Basically, what we're saying is Michelle knows the parks inside and out. She knows every restaurant, everywhere to go. Heck, if I need a bathroom, I know I can text her. Actually, usually I'll text Doug instead. But she is so great to work with. And if you need her email, it's in the show notes. And so be sure to click it and talk to her directly about your future 2018, 2019 trip. Because now is a great time to start booking and looking at all those. I know we are just uh, doing another book as we speak. So... Looking forward to a few more trips in 2018 and hopefully a rope drop trip with you, Doug. There we go. All right. Thank you again for listening. This has been Rope Drop Radio.